0: gives farmer the confidence to market their grain, uh, maximize their P&L, and if they have a claim or have a problem during the year, we're right there to cover it for them. Welcome to In the Driver's Seat, a podcast on managing financial risk in your grain operation, brought to you by ABM.
1: Welcome to another episode of In the Driver's Seat. This is a podcast series that uh, we continue to talk about a lot of things that affect financial risk on farms and... It's uh, fun to get into a variety of topics, which is exactly what we've been doing at the Farm Progress Show. The topic that we are going to jump into now is understanding crop insurance guarantees, understanding really how crop insurance and grain marketing combine. So I have two guests with me today. First of all, Nate Roberts. Nate, would you uh, introduce
2: yourself? So. I'm uh, Nate Bravitz, live and work in the Western Corn Belt, specifically Nebraska, Kansas, for ADM. My job for ADM is to support both crop insurance and grain marketing, and so we work with this every day with our origination teams, as well as agents and farmers.
1: The other guest we have with us today is Steve Malberger. Steve is with
0: uh, CRS, Crop Services. Steve, could you introduce yourself, please? Sure, thanks, Doug. Steve Malberger. Uh, Formerly a long-time ADM employee, 35 years, uh, and now CropRest Services. So work with our uh, groups that partner with CropRest, mostly ADM, but some of the other partners that we have, uh, and try to add value for the farmer. Uh, As they're struggling and going through the difficult times, we try to make sure that we work with them, not just with their crop insurance, but also with grain marketing.
1: I'm going to ask Steve to respond um, to this, but when I think about why, why they work together, I think about there being two jobs, two things you need to get done. One is sell my grain at the highest price I possibly can. It's so hard to do, but it's so important. And the other job is to put myself in the best position possible to get an indemnity payment or, you know, to maximize whatever revenue I might be able to get from that policy. So I might do an extra good job marketing grain. I might not have a claim. I might get a claim, but I might not market my grain as well. But either way, maximizing both and and strategizing around how to put yourself in the best position is how I think about it. Steve, how do you think about it?
0: Well, in the same way, Doug, you know, in 2012, we had really the biggest disaster, $20 billion of crop insurance payments that year, the biggest ever. And we really proved that crop insurance works. uh, Those that that had marketed their grain, uh, many had smaller uh, crop, uh, maybe some had no crop, but crop insurance worked. That was the number one year of revenue on the farm. Uh, higher prices, obviously, but then also the crop insurance payments. So the one thing that I feel like it does is really gives the farmer the confidence, proven confidence, to be able to market their grain. And as you've said many times to us that you know the price at the harvest time is lowest by whatever it is, 11 out of 14 years or whatever the number is. But uh, generally, when supply is high, the price is low. And uh, this gives farmer the confidence to market their grain. Uh, maximize their P&L, and if they have a claim or have a problem during the year, we're right there to cover it for them.
2: The one thing I've said, and most farmers know this, that farming is a business, you know, and I think for you to single any one thing out separately and not look at the whole big picture, you know, when I talk to farmers or even our origination people, I say, you've got to look at all things involved from cost to what you know what are potential farm programs look like what's my crop insurance look like you know if price goes down what is my business going to look like and really make your decisions based on that because you're never going to out guess where the market's going to go and you know i even look back to this year and you know what a opportunity we had because we had prices that were well over the spring price guarantee. And we had a look at the crop, you know, we kind of knew what we had. So we, you really can put the pieces together and you know, you knew a lot of information and how do we take advantage of that? That's the opportunity.
1: Am I, and am I hearing this right? You couldn't do what you'd like to do from a marketing's perspective, if you didn't have the, the comfort and the safety net of crop insurance to give you that confidence
2: absolutely i don't steve can talk more about the adoption rate but there's not me or or any farmer that would go into a year and expose themselves to that kind of risk without having the coverage crop insurance provides you and you know i think the important piece is the revenue potential you have when you start the year if you grow the crop that's great that's not you know that's that's what we all want it's what happens if I have a peril, I have a hailstorm, you want that safety net and for me, I wanna grow the crop and be able to market it because that's my best potential.
1: Nate, this is one year that we really experienced, um, at least in, 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 in a short period of time, a lot of people saying they might not have the production they expected. And a lot of questions to us as ADM, hey, um, can I cancel my contract? Um, What role would crop insurance play in alleviating maybe some of the concerns that go along with, you know, a need to cancel a contract if you are aggressive at marketing at good levels?
2: A lot of it is just uh, maybe a, a knowledge base, you know, the market goes up and going into the crop year, a farmer kind of feels like, okay, I had this guarantee, it's to protect my production cost well, if the market goes up and now I got to cancel a canceled contract, they feel like, well, maybe, you know, I don't want to give up some of that guarantee. And I think there's just a misunderstanding because as that market went up alongside of it, the way crop insurance works, that guarantee is rising as well, but it's crop insurance money that's earned because the market went up. And so it does go hand in hand. And a lot of times I, I went through it last year in Goodland, Kansas, where they had a tremendous hailstorm. People had the opportunity to sell at values you know, far in excess of the spring guarantee. And so having done that, they really had, I won't say a risk-free, but e- even this year in 2019, we had markets that rallied this summer. Whether you had a problem or not, you knew you were selling above that guarantee. If markets would have stayed there the way crop insurance worked, you were guaranteed. It, it, really was a great opportunity. And I think we owe it to farmers to help educate them on how that works. And that's where I think this partnership and working together to educate is really important.
1: So I think, Steve, I mean, you can add some color to this. There's a great deal of pride in writing those checks when when there is a claim. Is that how you view it for CRS? I mean, we're probably in a bigger claim year. How do you view that?
0: Yeah, our goal is to get that claim check out. We really are in uh, the, the government program, crop insurance program, is a public-private partnership. The, the government uh, is the backer of the of the program and we administrate it and there is no incentive for us to not pay a claim. Uh, and the incentive for us is really to pay it quickly. Uh, service is what sets us apart. This year, as you know, we have uh, about 20 million acres of uh, prevented planted grain biggest ever by far Uh, and uh, you know we have been paying out uh, you know millions and millions of dollars as the industry has really billions of dollars will probably be somewhere around six to seven billion dollars of indemnity payments for farmers Uh, and those checks are rolling out the door right now as fast as possible adjusters are working on that Uh, some of the flooding like in Nate's area have really held up some of those payments but just in measuring the acres but Uh, The cool thing is the, the incentive in the crop insurance program is to pay that claim as fast as possible
1: So personal experience for me I have different kinds of insurances personally and to be honest with you. I can't sit here and Explain to you the details of my policy. Do you know I find out the details of my policy? when I have something go wrong and Then I have to find out what I have and then I have to figure out if I have a claim so Steve my question is if a farmer is going into this harvest and they're not sure what, you know, whether they have a claim or not and they're not sure what their policy says or, or how to use it, what, would you advise, what advice would you give to a farmer to figure that out so that they had confidence, hey, I should file a claim or I shouldn't? How do they, how do they, what's the best way for them to, to figure that out?
0: That's a great question, Doug. Uh, really what we want them to do is work with their agent. Uh, there's no incentive for a farmer to not file a claim if he thinks he has a claim. We encourage them to call their agent, tell them they think they have a claim.
1: So the pricing component of a subsidized RP uh, policy, the pricing component is done at the end of October for corn and beans in, in most areas. So am I correct in saying there really is no you know revenue price protection once you get past the end of October? Um, so. I mean, you're at risk, so make sure you know what you're doing before you get into November, December, and put yourself at risk. Is is that accurate? The
0: way that's you think about accurate. it, completely accurate. Yes. Uh, you know, don't wait. There's no incentive to delay, and that's where the partnership with ADM goes so well. Is that you can work with your crop insurance company, but at the same time, with your grain originator and your and your grain buyer to make sure that. You're not leaving anything on the table. You know, we don't always grow exactly what our APH is. And so that's where we're working a lot of times with the uh, integration manager and the origination people to make sure that the, uh, the farmer is marketing that.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think also, if you recall, you know, crop insurance, is a, it's a revenue guarantee, which is price and yield. So if you have a peril in either, you're covered during the crop year. But once that ends... The only way you're gonna take advantage of that is to market the grain, and that's where, you know, looking at different grain marketing contracts to ensure that, okay, now I have it in the bin, I know what I have, how do I go protect that revenue? Because that revenue's, you know, it is protected. But like you say, at the end of October, if price, you know, let's say that the price at that point is at $4, well, if that degrades to three bucks, all of a sudden the revenue guarantee that you started the year and you told your banker that I have this guarantee is no longer exist. A couple of important
1: basics, Nate. I'll ask you to comment on this. Um, a lot of people now, they're thinking, they're beginning to think about 2020. They're mostly focused on harvesting this crop. But um, one of the big components that we will establish is what is that RMA spring price? So how is that RMA spring price
2: established to, to establish kind of that first um, revenue benchmark? Yeah, so the way that what they call spring price or base price is established is they're gonna actually look at the December corn futures for 2020, which is next year's price. And they're gonna do that during the upcoming month of February. So they look at it every during, during that month and establish the price. So If today, December 20 is at four bucks, essentially that farmer's gonna have a revenue guarantee based on a price of $4. Well, let's just say, and this is where marketing comes into play, maybe that price works for a farmer today. It would be a good opportunity for that farmer to go have a conversation with two people, one being the crop insurance company because there's a lot of private products offered by crop risk services. They have private products that allow you to take advantage of that, things like RevNet that allow you to take advantage of locking that price in and also go talk to your grain buyer about a potential of selling that grain so that, like I said before, you have two situations that are going to occur as a farmer. One is you grow the crop, which means you're going to have to sell it to lock in that guarantee, or you don't grow the crop, which means you get your crop insurance uh, Payment. Yeah, indemnity payment.
1: Question. Uh, follow-up question for you, Nate. So often I hear people say, "Okay, the RMA, you know, spring price is set, and let's just say for giggles, it, it's four bucks." And I hear often people say, "Well, I'm not selling anything below four bucks. That's my revenue guarantee." But it's not. So the revenue guarantee is a component of a formula to figure out what your true per acre revenue guarantee is. Can you give a brief explanation of of the math and and how they may calculate what their real safety net is if they raise
2: their APH? Yeah, good question. You know, so crop insurance allows you to buy up a portion of that revenue guarantee. So in the example, in a common example for me, you know, I'm going to buy a revenue policy at 75%, which just means I'm buying 75% of my revenue. So last year, that was $4 in February, times my known production. So let's say that's 200 bushels. So doing that, I know at that point I'm guaranteed, whatever, 75% of the revenue guarantee of 200 bushels times $4, which is $800. So I have a revenue guarantee of 600 bucks. But I think what farmers have to recognize is, in February, when I start the year, and everything's like it is, my revenue potential is $800. So that's where marketing and growing the crop is, your real potential is 800. Yeah. If you have to accept 600, that's because you had apparel. And that's not what anybody wants. We don't want apparel. It's the same as, you know, when you go buy, when you go buy a vehicle insurance, Doug, you're not going into your agent to buy insurance so that you can, run into a deer or run into another car when you leave the show today. You're going there so that if something bad happens, I'm getting an accident. And in the term of crop insurance and grain marketing, that's two things. Either you don't grow the crop because a weather event happened, or the price goes down.
1: So good point. The, what is the purpose of crop insurance and how do you you know, use it with grain marketing? But Steve, as Nate mentioned, this spring price is a big deal. Now you have your first kind of revenue guarantee that you can rely on, but a lot of time is spent trying to figure out how to improve upon that. So if we could ever get to a guarantee that was at or above breakeven, that's awesome because now you know your worst case scenario is you're not losing money. Um, so CRS has a tool called RevNet that, that might allow people to improve upon that
0: revenue guarantee. Exactly, Doug. So the product is basically allows you to add a third option. You have your spring price. As Nate was explaining, you have a harvest price, which is established the same way uh, spring price is, but using October for the averaging period rather than February. Uh, And so a lot of times farmers have said, boy, I wish I had another chance to lock that in. And so we developed a product called RevNet that allows you to set the price by averaging a much smaller period, but over the summer. Uh, so it's in usually a time when maybe some volatility maybe some growing issues might drive the futures price up so it's a two-week window Uh, so you can pick the first two weeks of july the last two weeks of july august so on Uh, and that averages and then you get to know what the price is so if we average the first two weeks of july for 2020 you know the price is let's say 425 and you say, "I like that price. I'm going to set it in." Then you can lock in that as a third option. Spring price always gets established. Establishes your guarantee. The harvest price establishes your harvest. But then you also can have this option uh, of doing the revnet to add a third third chance that that price would be higher than your break even.
1: Nate, I'm going to ask you a, a harder question here. Uh, marketing facilitation payments are. are um uh, have come out, continue to come out, and I think everybody deals with that differently. So some people don't view that as part of their marketing plan. They don't view that as a, um, you know, a, a cost reduction to crop insurance. They just view it as a payment. When when those kind of payments happen, should it be considered within your marketing plan and your crop insurance plan? Should it be separate? What are
2: your views on that? If you go back and look at what happened this year, okay, when MFP payments were released, okay, so farmers started to say, well, they started to hear, well, to get that payment, you have to have acres planted. Well, did that impact their decision? Absolutely. They were, at that point, they were starting to weigh out what is my indemnity payment look like from my crop insurance contract versus if I plant the crop and sell it and I get this MFP payment, how does that all work together? And that's why I think it is really important for the farmer to weigh it all out. And I'd say the same thing to a farmer. Don't just go look at your crop insurance contract and say, well, if I buy 5% less coverage, you know, I can save X dollars. What they need to be thinking is if I buy this level of coverage, what does that allow me to do? How much grain can I market and what does that mean for my farm and, and the success of my farm? Because that's at the end of the day, that's what matters is the financial well being. And I think both ADM and Crop Services, that's what we are focused on is how do we help them become successful? Because ultimately if our customers are successful, that means we're successful. Steve, is ADM, I know a focus for us
1: is to make sure our customers understand the core components of crop insurance and most of that intelligence we get comes from CRS. But the people who are face-to-face with farmers is your agency network. Um, can you talk about you know what, what those agents are trying to accomplish in, in helping them understand grain marketing and, and what CRS is doing to help those agents um, understand that component?
0: Sure. One of the things uh, that's inherent in crop insurance is, is a very complicated uh, insurance product. Uh, there, we have a 900-page rule book, a uh, very complicated policy. And the agent is trained uh, annually, they go to 15 to 20 hours of training. And they really are the, the service of the insured. Uh, They work hard for the insured, they they learn all of the different basics of it, Uh, but their focus is really on the insurance product itself to make sure that the farmer's risk is covered. The one piece of that that they're not involved in uh, is the big part about marketing the grain. And you know, 100 years ago, you drove to the elevator and you sold the grain at harvest when you harvest it. Uh, today, we can take advantage of uh, the, the pricing uh, during the year, different products, both crop insurance products and grain marketing products. And so the agent really welcomes that ADM knowledge that comes in on the grain marketing side.
1: I'd wrap up by saying it this way if you're really savvy at at grain marketing, but crop insurance is just not, you know, native to you. You know what? Lean on us. We can dumb down crop insurance. We can make it easy to understand, and then the experts can take it the rest of the way. If you're really savvy on crop insurance and you understand the intricacies, but you really don't know what to do on the grain marketing side, you know what? We can do that too. CRS and ADM can help you. You know, dumb that piece down and make it digestible and make it easy to take action on so um, Steve and Nate I appreciate you guys both being here today Um, again this is one more place you can take control over your operation Um, worry about the things you can control this is one of them we'll sign off from this episode of the in the driver's seat thank you very much for joining
0: this has been in the driver's seat brought to you by ABM to learn more about managing financial risk in your grain operation Talk to your local ADM representative or go to admadvantage.com.